Press play. Curtain up an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got an They option now? Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. 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 Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, a voice crack, a.k.a. love, and life in New York City. I'm Connor McDowell. And I'm Dylan McDowell. Welcome back to Drama. Yes, Dylan, what's the tea? It has been a really great week, and I, the last time that we recorded, we were in between parts of The Inheritance. Yes. And I feel like I that whole interview was a daze for me because I was <laughs> stuck in this theater realm that... But then Aisha came in and she just was an incredible guest. And Aisha, we just want to say we love you. The feedback <laughs> we've gotten on your episode is incredible. I know that you listen to every episode. But, um, <laughs> She's listening right now. I know. I know. The inheritance was so good. Yeah, we it had a really great week. Sobbing, part two. Yeah. But it wasn't like shaking and like being dramatic. It was like tears just streaming down my face. Mm-hmm. Um, it was crazy. So we had an amazing week that took just to kick off 2020. Yes. My boyfriend was in town and he left on Thursday, which I'm sad. We Aww. do long distance. So. Um, but we got to see a bunch of great shows. We saw um, The Lightning Thief as well. Fun. Both parts of The Inheritance and Jagged Little Pill. Yes. It was like too much. I need a break. I know. Now I'm like, I'm good for the month. I know. What I did you think? think what was your favorite of the, of the lineup? The Inheritance. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was so good. The, the performances were amazing. I thought the writing was great. The direction. Um, I mean, like I said, there were tears streaming down my face the yeah. last 30 minutes of part two. But I think I'm also such a sensitive soul. And so it was just really affecting me. And I think it is six and a half hours of theater, but the story is so compelling and the performances are so great that it really keeps you you, you invested. And by the end of it, you love all of them. Yes. And they're so like fully realized the characters are. It's really great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. What about you? What'd you think? I mean, I obviously the inherit. It might be one of my favorite things I've seen in like the last year or two. I but I will say I'm, I've been sad reading up on it that the representation of having openly gay actors in the show isn't as strong as I would have hoped. I know the diver- diversity in the show in general is not. Yeah, but. It's All that there. being said, I thought the writing was brilliant. It was a great show. I loved Jagged Little Pill. Our former guest, Antonio Cipriano, was yes. phenomenal. And I thought that it was like a really cool way of them doing the jukebox thing. Yeah. I mean, which I love a good jukebox. You can't deny the, the score, the music yeah. that Alanis oh, wrote. Yeah. Like, you ought to know. Mm-hmm. You learn. Oh, oh yeah. It was, it's powerful. <laughs> and the, the way that they wove in the original story, it kind of gave me like next to normal vibes at times. Like the whole modern American family type situation. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. God, I feel like so much has happened. The Golden Globes were last yep. week. What were your thoughts? We're, we're big awards people. I don't know if our guest is. I yeah. know. I love it. It was great. I mean, I'm not a Ricky Gervais fan, but I thought it was great that Aquafina won mm-hmm. in her category. I'm pretty sure she's the first Asian American actress to be nominated and to win in that category. So it was awesome. She's Seriously. amazing. Seriously. She's really having her moment. She's got her show coming out on Comedy Central. Nora from Queens. She's hysterical. Yeah. She stole Crazy Rich Asians from me. I know. She's so good. And obviously, 
Michelle Williams with the best speech of the night for Fosse Verdon. Yeah, which our guest has a tie Special in Special connection today. We'll get yes. to that. Um, and then I love every time Olivia Coleman gets up there and speaks, she just gives the best speeches. She's so cute. And I just finished the third season of The Crown last night. Oh, what did you think? I haven't it's seen great. it yet. She does, she does the job. She's great in the role. Um, it wasn't as compelling as the first two seasons, but I still really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. How's Helena Bonham Carter? She's great. Again, uh, Vanessa Kirby who played Princess Margaret in the first two seasons. Yes. She really stole the focus in all of the scenes that she was in, and I feel as though Helena Bonham Carter doesn't get that chance, but she certainly has her moments. Okay, The Crown, I love. Mm-hmm. It's boring to me at times, but season two, there's that episode where Princess Margaret meets that, is he a photographer? Yeah, I watched it Tony, so long yeah. ago. Tony, and he's super hot. But um, it's kind of a bottle episode about her. Yeah. Oh my God. I think it's the best episode of The Crown. Yes. She's so, Vanessa Kirby really, she did the work. She did. You know, it's a good episode. I love that show. You know I'll who else three. does the work? Who, Dylan? Tell me. Our guest today. Yes, God. I'm going to read him in. Read the credits. Read him in. So our guest today is a dreamy, dashing, and beyond talented star who got his start touring the country in Fosse after being discovered by the Anne Ranking. He's gone on to be a mainstay on the boards in Oklahoma, Urban Cowboy, Hairspray, The Boy From Oz, the, the iconic Christina Applegate revival of Sweet Charity, the revival of A Chorus Line, yes. On the Town, and in a timely credit as Rum Tum Tugger in Cats, for which he was nominated for a Cheetah Rivera Award for Outstanding Male Dancer in a Broadway Show. Yes. He also recently choreographed Ms. Kristen Chenoweth's recent Broadway engagement. I'm shaking. He's been seen in like a dozen television shows, including Fosse Verdon, which we mentioned, Elementary, The Blacklist, and the acclaimed soap opera, One Life to Live. <laughs> he was heralded as Broadway's sexiest man alive in 2016, and yes, 2017, please welcome to drama, Tyler Haynes. <laughs> wow, hi guys. Is Thanks it all true? Uh, yes, yes it is. <laughs> it's true, all of it. Rumors are true. Wow, welcome. Wow. Thanks for hanging out with Thank us. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Oh my God, we're so excited. So Broadway's Sexiest Man Alive, 2016 and 17. That's that's hard to get. Not everybody has that. Yeah, I think my mom just like got all her friends together and and just they just got to work. <laughs> is it so? It's like a fan vote. Thing? Uh, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was very flattering and um, like I I, uh, I don't I kind of feel awkward talking about it because it was just something that I was like, huh? I know, and that's then, so funny. Sure I was like, wait, what? I saw that on, on the on your website, or not your website, online, and I was like, oh my God, that is so funny. Yeah, it, it, it is. <laughs> so, so that was when you were in Cats? Yes, yeah. For both of them? Yes. Okay, wow, so you really maintained... As Rum Tum so. Tugger, they loved that. I mean, there's some furries out there, something <laughs> because like, because they they came through. They really did. They came through. Yeah. Well, and Cats, of yeah. course, is out now. The movie. It is. Did you go yeah. see it? I did. I did. I saw it the day after Christmas. Oh, so, so did we. we. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We, I had a great time. Yeah. I thought it was fully crazy, but very fun. It's it should be crazy. Exactly. I mean, the show is nuts. Mm-hmm. And when the first trailer came out. Um, and people were all up in arms about it. And for me, I was like, nah, this is what I thought it would be because it's just a weird uh, show. And so in making this movie, they already recorded the Broadway show back in 98. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that they switched some things up because like, why do it if you're just going to recreate something that's already been filmed? Yes. And, um, you know, and I think that I personally, in watching the film, um, 
there were a lot of things that I really, I don't know, I, it, it was just fun. I enjoyed yes. it. I have friends in the movie, um, and I thought they were great. And, um, you know, there were some things that, like, I don't, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yes. I think so, too. 100%. We're on the same page. It's, yeah, it's like you know what exactly our thoughts are, because... It was. It's just fun. Yeah. And Cats is a wild show, but it's famously iconic and and for being just kind of wild and mysterious. And yeah. I mean, I remember reading that the original production, when they kind of made the announcement that it was coming to Broadway, all they did was they put up the sign of the eyes, yeah. was, and everyone knew, oh my gosh, what is this? What is this thing mm-hmm. that's coming? And it was already famous for being in London at the right. time. So. Um, and it, it is that. It's mysterious. I thought the tone was great. I talked about this in the last week's episode, but I thought Taylor Swift was truly wild in the movie, and she really delivered. Yeah. So it was fun. And your role, Rum Tum Tugger, was played mm-hmm. by Jason Derulo. It was. Yeah. It was. I'm still sad we didn't get a cast album from your revival. Um, yeah, day. I think we were, too. Yeah. It was interesting because... Um, with Cats, and I'll say this, when I saw the show as a kid, it was something that was built up... Um, I feel like that was the first theater thing. I, I didn't see the show, but just seeing the posters all around Atlanta when it was in town. Um, and the and I just, the first song I ever danced to when I was a little boy, like we used to have these recitals in my garage. I'm one of seven kids. And so Aww. my sisters would always like do dance recitals in our garage and they were in dance and um, we had relatives in town and I wanted to be a part of it but they wouldn't allow it so I choreographed a solo at like six years old Whoa. put on my sister's black unitard and choreographed a solo <laughs> to memory I, I wish I would oh my God. I have known what it was because I'm like this little kid in this unitard just dancing to memory not I don't know but was my it like mom, a contemporary number I'm sure it was, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. something yeah. but I remember my mom the thing I remember was my mom and my relatives is we're all very teary during it and looking back I'm like well it's because her little boys you know flitting <laughs> around but yeah. no not at all she was just like you just connected to the song in such a way that was very surprising yeah um, and that's when from that moment on that's when I got into dance class so then full circle moment when this kind of came around and when I saw the show I saw the show in high school um and I didn't like the show. Okay. I didn't because I was just like, it's just a bunch of singing and dancing cats. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, and then I tried to revisit it a couple of years later when I saw it somewhere else, and I still just wasn't a fan. And then when I was cast in the show, I just instantly like day one because it's one of those things that if you do the show, you have to commit to it. You just mm-hmm. have to. Right. You can't. You're playing a cat. This is the world that you're going to be in, <laughs> and so. You, you know, if you have any hesitation or embarrassment um, about being a cat or, you know, wearing what you're wearing and whatnot, then, then don't do it. You know, mm-hmm. as an actor, this is what you're signing up for. And so I knew once I was in the show, I was like, all right, we're doing it. And, um, and then I fell in love with the show. Uh, it was so much fun. And I don't know. And I think with all of us, we were just expecting that to happen and I remember the first press thing that we did I think it was like Good Morning America and a group of us were like sitting on top of the tire and so we were like so when are we like cutting the album and then um, our stage manager Ira Mont was like oh no that's not happening and we were like wait what do you mean and he was like because they already have a bunch of you know Albums out of it, which they don't, but it's all good. They don't. It's it's kind of a piecemeal. Yeah, and I think I think with our revival, 
it kind of it was around for a year and a half, mm-hmm. and some people would say that's not successful. I think that's successful. Absolutely. Oh, totally. Um, but I think a lot of people, it brought in a new audience, and I think a lot of that was in part to the, uh, we did a Broadway.com vlog series. Yes. And so that reached a new generation mm-hmm. of, of followers. But the ad campaign was the exact same mm-hmm. as what it was before. And I think a lot of people just thought cats had never left. Right, okay. And so they didn't know that it was like something new. And um, Cats is one, it's a very polarizing show. People either like love it or hate it. And I've been on both sides of the fence with it. And that's why seeing this movie and watching people come for it, and it's not, especially like when they come for the actors, I'm like, that's not on them. They're doing their gig. And like, my buddy, Robbie Fairchild plays Monkey Strap in it. Yeah, he's fantastic. And he's great. Oh yeah. And he's great. Um, But there's a certain amount of like, backlash that comes with just being a part of that show and I think for me like I'm the type of person I I just want to see things thrive Mm -hmm. because I know the work that goes into it especially that and they were out there filming for a long time and and working their tails off that was so stupid (laughs) but I had to but you know it's it's just kind of one of those things that people have to I don't know I I support that film Mm -hmm. um it isn't everybody's cup of tea I get that but you know like it's happened I know I'm with you and I think there aren't any other musicals that came out this year yeah I don't think no I support you know that I would have I mean, I did enjoy the movie, but I think as a little kid, I would have loved. Sure. You know what I mean? Like sure. seeing actors that I know and don't know and maybe would fall in love with. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Like, I definitely think we need to continue to bring musicals and the arts. You know, it's like with the live musicals that mm-hmm. they do on ABC and NBC and Fox. I support all of them. I'm like, yeah. do it. It's awesome. It's an event. I don't think we have enough event type programming anymore. I mean, yeah. aside from maybe Vanderpump Rules, but, uh-huh, <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean? When it comes to musicals, I think it's great. You mentioned that there was that, vi- that web series that you did. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it called What's New Pussycat? Was it, it was. That was the summer that we moved to New York the first oh, time. No and we tried so hard to get and see it when Leona Lewis was still uh-huh. in it. But then we saw it with Mamie Paris and oh mm-hmm. my God, she's amazing. how did she sing memory? Like, and she's, belting at yeah. the top. like that was she one was of the great. most emotional performances I've ever seen yeah she was phenomenal she's amazing Mamie um so first let me say Leona Lewis is wonderful yeah nice girl uh we had a great time I got to know her and like, how wild and it was just you know it was just kind of she got thrust into this not only theater world but this cat's world for uh-huh. first two weeks like we just spent so much time um crawling around and improving and doing all these like trust exercises and um and so I was always like I wonder what she's thinking right, right. now because like <laughs> you just have to say yes mm-hmm. and um and she was great and but she was only signed on for a couple of months she right. was actually the first cast member to leave and I remember you know leading up to her departure we were all like, all right, who's it going to be? Yeah, that was a big thing. And so that was like, I know for me and Ricky Ubeda, uh, who was Mustafalis, who we shared a dressing room. He's a good buddy of mine. Uh-huh. And I remember us like talking about like this or that or like I think for me I was like I want Heather Headley. Yeah, oh, that's my who I goodness. Want. Like, um, or and then so then they announced Mamie and I had actually uh, worked at Pittsburgh Civic Light Opera a couple summers before, and she did the show right after. And okay. so I had met her in passing, and I knew who she was. 
Um, and when they announced her, I got super excited um, because I'm just a fan of her work. Right. And she came in and just elevated the role to a different level. Mm -hmm. And she's got these cords of steel. And yeah. I think that she made really cool art. Things she became known for, and that's with her interpretation of memory was her breath support because she that, did the whole last part she just did. in one breath and I remember her put in rehearsal like I was sitting on top of the oven and I was like when's she gonna breathe like, she's not breathing she didn't take a breath and it was so that was impressive mm -hmm. aside from her talent but she's the best thing about Mamie is she's just a great leader uh, she uh, is a wonderful girl she's just she's I don't know she has a really She's just not an alien. She's a cool girl. And <laughs> I so, love like, that. I, and, and that was the thing, not only with her, but with that cast. Like, it was, I feel like we, like, survived, went into battle together. And oh, so, yeah. So, like, we came out um, stronger and closer and, you know, and it was a good group of people. I love, I love that. that. We loved the production. Yeah, so it was much. great. You were amazing. Thanks. Yes, you were phenomenal. The way your rock star entrance was one of the coolest <laughs> things about that show. <laughs> I just you. the whole costume and everything that you had going on was great. Thanks yeah, so yeah. much. Thank we you. loved it. Um, Tyler, I'm wondering something else. Okay. Are you well? Am I well, like in life? Just in general. Yeah. 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 I'm well. Yes. Thanks for asking. Of course. You sure seem well. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. You know, it's it, that's a very like simple question, but not a lot of people ask that. Yeah. Um, so I'm always like, what are you doing? Blah, 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 instead of like, are you happy? <laughs> like, how are you doing? So thank you for asking. Of I'm course. doing well. Good. Thank I'm glad so to much. hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you mentioned earlier when you were a kid, you, you really connected to this performance of memory and it kind of got mm -hmm. you into dancing. This kind of leads into another question we like to ask our okay. guests revolving around your ring of keys moment. I'm not sure if that was it, but do you have that moment in your life when you thought, okay. This is the arts, this is the entertainment world, dance, singing, this is something I need, I need to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, I have two. Awesome. So I, like I said, I have a big family and my little sister uh, was a child actor. And so down in Atlanta, I think it's, it's still around, but there was like this uh, production company called Theater of the Stars. And so they would, at the fabulous Fox Theater, they yes. would always do shows there. and. Um, my little sister kind of fell into the acting game really early on and was a successful child actor down there. And so she was cast in a production of Annie there. And I think she was like maybe nine and I'm two years older than her. And so watching her like go on that ride and I remember watching, being at her opening night and uh, watching from the audience and like the curtain came up and all this stuff. And mm -hmm. I just was like, I was so, I feel like that was the moment when I got like bit by the bug. Oh yeah. But the difference with my sister and I, um, was she was talented. <laughs> and so I would follow her to auditions and I just kind of was like riding her coattails and, um, and I was also an awkward kid, so whatever, but I was in dance class and that was, it was just something that I always had that, I saw her doing it and I wanted to do it. Um, it didn't come as easy to me as it did for her, but I was determined and so that was something, and I think dealing with rejection at a young age for me helped prepare me for this life. Um, hmm. It's so important. Yeah, because it's just you're constantly uh, having people judge you every mm -hmm. single day, no matter where you're at in your career. Um, it's like, you you know, if you get to one level, then you got to get to the next level. But on the way there, you have still different obstacles. And, and uh, 
new obstacles and and I always call them like sexy problems because it's like <laughs> you get to one place and you're like cool well now I have people looking at me like this but then um, oh I can't get into this room or whatever and and then there are people that are still like well at least you're getting and I'm like no they're sexy problems yeah. they're totally <laughs> sexy problems I get it but that was the first moment the second moment when so then I went to performing arts high school in Georgia called Pebble Brook High School where there are a lot of really successful actors working on Broadway now um, and, and TV and film and I did show choir great um, very glee of you yeah, very totally. glee but pre glee we don't they, <laughs> the thing is so at my high school they didn't like calling it show choir because mm. we were called company and oh. and um, and it was next level but I was I like, I was like We're, it's show choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. So um, so we would take a trip. They still do it. Every January, they take a trip to New York City. And my sophomore year was my first time ever coming to New York City. And I remember we uh, came here, and Chicago had been open. Uh, but I think B.B. Newworth had left, but okay. she came back in. And I remember I really wanted to see it. We were on the second row. And when she came up, uh, Velma's first entrance is in the middle of the stage. And she's like giving you like iconic Fosse Porter bra coming up, lighting on that bum, 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 bum. And in that moment, I was on the second row and I like, I was like, that's it. I want that. I want that moment. Like I want, and that's, so that's when wow. I was like, this is what I want for my life's work. Mm-hmm. Um, so those moments, you know, and there are other moments here and there, but those are the two that really stand out as like chapter one and then chapter two. I love that. As you, as we were talking about Glee and show choir, I'm thinking how crazy that for a couple of years, the show Glee was like the biggest show. Yeah. Ever. Like totally. A show about a high school show choir. Totally. And of course that clicked for me at like 15 closeted self. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, obsessed with it. That was that was a moment in time. Yeah, a moment in time. Totally. But I guess I'm not fully surprised that it it, yeah. it was as, as successful as it was, simply because I think at at that moment we were starved for anything musical content mm-hmm. in general. Like the era of American Idol and The Voice was kind of it was still big, but and it, there was nothing scripted. And, yeah, and even like movie musicals weren't really during those couple of years, 2009 on. I feel like. Glee really got people excited about yeah. cover songs, everything totally. again, you know? Totally. Anyway. So- BB mm-hmm. makes their entrance. Yeah. You eventually get to make entrances like that, like in Cats and stuff. That's mm-hmm. so cool. But then, so you got your your start touring in Fosse, mm-hmm. and then you ultimately work on the Fosse Verdon mm-hmm. TV show. What was that experience like? So, Fosse Verdon. So, uh, <laughs> I, I was at the spring gala for New York City Ballet. Andy Blankenbuehler, who choreographed Cats. Right. Uh, we were there supporting Georgina Pascogan, who was Victoria the White Cat, who dances with City Ballet. And we're just sitting there um, watching the show. And so he was like, I have something I want to tell you, but you can't tell anyone. And he was like, so this is kind of, this is what's about to happen. And I'm producing this. And I freaked out because um, I have a background in that world because of Fosse. And, yeah. and I was just like, I have to be on the show. I don't care what it is. So then a couple months later, uh, they had a series of auditions, and it was every dancer in New York came out, and people flew in from L.A., and, and it was really, really cool. And then, um, so that was that, and then I knew, kind of for me, I was on hold for a couple different things, but they didn't pan out because, okay. you know, casting's always changing their mind of, like, there was one role I was up for, and then they were like, uh, never mind, you don't really look like the person, or this or that, and for me, I just, 
I wanted to be a part of the show, right. I would have done any, it didn't matter to me. Yeah. I just was like, I have to be a part of this show because um, Bob Fosse is one of my idols. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I was, I remember I was supposed to do one episode and then they called me in and they were like, we want you to sing these songs. And I was like, right. well, that's Billy Flynn. And mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, it's Jerry Orbach. And I was like, and I just started laughing because I was like, well, I look nothing like him <laughs> at all. And I had to put myself on tape and um, I had to sing All I Care About Is Love and I had to sing about, I had to sing We Both Reach For The Gun. Right. And I drew, I had a sock puppet that I made look like Gwen Verdon. <laughs> like I got like ribbon and whatever because mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, I'm going to make this choice. Yeah. But I also thought I was like, everyone's going to do this. Yeah, like, yeah, come sure. on. And then I did. And then I found out that I was doing it, that I got the part. Oh, wow. And, uh, and my first day, because I came into rehearsal and I worked with Michelle. Michelle and I had a couple of rehearsals alone. Okay. Um, and Susie Meisner, because at that point, Andy Blankenbuehler had departed the production to go do Cats. And okay. so then Susie Meisner, who played Joe McCracken on the show, took over as choreographer. Oh, she's okay. unreal. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, she's unreal. She's, and if for audiences who don't know who she is, she's an incredible actress. She was in The Americans. But the thing most people are, for me, I'm the biggest fan of her work in Chicago. She's the first girl in Cell Block Tango, the leg oh, that into his head. Okay. And so that's iconic within itself. Without but doubt. she's so talented and such a dream to work with. So her and Marianne Lamb, another Broadway icon, and Brandon Leffler, we were in the room working, and, and both of them were like, so your audition. And I was like, what? And she was like, well, everyone loved it because of that sock puppet. So I was like, well, the sock puppet worked. Yeah, there you go. Um, you made your choice. I and guess it paid so. Off. Choices. So, but Choices. it was just, yeah. It was, it was really cool, and Michelle was so much fun and I love just that. so down to earth and you know I got to know her and just our rehearsals and kind of creating what that was going to be and then um, and then just kind of filming the show the thing for me I geeked out the most my first day of filming because we filmed over a couple of days and the first day was uh, we were filming the Chicago opening night party and so we're on set in uh, Gwen's apartment and there's one scene that it's like Gwen and Bob and uh, Neil Simon and Anne Ranking mm-hmm. and Cheetah Rivera and myself and, and I'm just like looking around because I remember when Michelle first came on set and she was like Gwen the whole time and oh, that yeah. right before when I got cast in Fosse um, Gwen had passed away a couple weeks later okay. uh, but she came down I did this program called the Broadway Theater Project that Anne Ranking ran and so Gwen came down and uh, was there and taught us and she actually was a part of me being cast so I got to meet her and work with her for oh, a little wow. bit and uh and then seeing Michelle just on set, it was crazy. But I remember this moment in the scene, I was like looking around and I was geeking out because I was like, in this weird alternate universe right now, you are with these people as this person. And I was just, I was trying to like play it cool, but yeah. I could not because I was like, this is crazy. And it was just, it was cool. It was, it was a really, it was a huge um I don't know. It was a highlight for me. It was awesome. Well, you deserved it. It, oh, it was thanks. so cool seeing people like you on there and just being like, oh my God, like there's actual theater I know. people. It was just a brilliant show overall. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. You were it. fantastic. Thanks so yeah. much. Yeah, it was so, so fun. Thank you. I want to see more little peeks into different relationships through theater and Broadway history. Yeah. I'd love to see another show. I well, know. Like that. They're doing a, uh, Ryan Murphy's doing a chorus line one. Oh, um, that's, that's right. That yes. I'm really curious about uh, what that's going to be because it's 
over a series of a couple episodes. So I don't, I, I'm, I'm fascinated. And Wayne Salento, who is a good friend and mentor of mine, who was the original Mike, him and I were talking about it because I was like, what are they, what are they going to do? And he was yeah. like, well, I don't know. Nobody's talked to me. Oh. And I was like, well, maybe they should. Maybe yeah. I should play. Yeah. Even though I looked well, Wayne Salento like choreographed Sweet Charity and yeah. Wicked, among many yep. other things, right? Yeah. So wait, really quick before we move on to Charity, because I want to talk about yeah. that, but a chorus line. Uh-huh. You were Larry mm-hmm. in that in this revival, which we missed. I don't know how we missed no. it, but... Every little step obviously happened and everything, but the Tony's performance, where you were like the first thing ah. people see, that is, what was that I experience that. like doing the Tony's? It was cool. It was, um, the whole experience of A Chorus Line was, it was, I don't know, it was the first time I'd ever really been a part of something that had this, like, a certain amount of, it just has this history mm. and, oh, yeah. and, um, and, I just remember leading up to them just announcing, they made this big deal of announcing the cast like for the press where mm-hmm. it was like one by one in costume and <laughs> and we just, you know, like it was really, they made us feel very um, fancy. And uh, then when the Tonys, so that was like, the Tonys happened about like nine months into uh, our run or yeah. whatever and um, just the rehearsal, I mean, they blocked off like Fifth Avenue and and we were her- we filmed the outside portion right after the show and it was like 11 o'clock at night and Marvin Hamlish is on the roof <laughs> playing the piano for his segment yeah. and then um, it was fun it was cool it was also like I, I, I've told this story before but I, where I was kind of positioned in the lineup of that um, I was dancing on a pothole the whole time. And so I was just like, don't fall. Even though it wasn't live or anything. But I was like, it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, people throwing balls at you. Oh, yeah. Like, all right, let me catch them. But it was really cool. But the best part was then when the actual telecast happened, we did the one segment. We came up from the elevator at Radio City Music Hall. And it was just the way that the crowd welcomed us. and and, Oh, um, they screamed. Responded. It was so, it was just such a... It was like the cherry on top mm-hmm. of it all because, you know, it was a, it was a, let me say this about a chorus line. A chorus line is a really, uh, it's a hard show. It's a hard show. And that, that production of it, I mean, that cast was unreal. Oh, yeah. And we got mm-hmm. some really, we had some really special experiences, but it was also just hard too. But that's any show, mm-hmm. you know, I think people just look at, see like the glamorous sides of of a show or or being on Broadway or being an actor and they don't know the work or they're not really aware of the work that goes into it or what happens behind the scenes and not that it was like a disaster or anything like that it was just hard yeah it was hard so having that as like um I don't know it was it was it was a, the gift was ours to borrow. Wow. Oh, okay. All I right. love that. I love that. So, that's great. Yeah. I can't even imagine the toll that that show would have on your body. Yeah. And you're in Larry's constantly dancing throughout the whole La- yeah. Well, Larry has like the cush track because he's not standing he's, the whole time. <laughs> he's not standing on the line. He gets to like come down and dance his butt off mm-hmm. and, uh, and be in the front and whatever. I mean, he's there yeah. to kill the dancing and look pretty not yeah. that, and I'm not trying to sound arrogant but it's like <laughs> if you think of like the lineup of 
and I can just speak of like the Larrys from that revival was myself and then Nick Adams replaced me and then the tour was like John Carroll and Brandon Leffler and then the City City Encore's one that they just did was Mm -hmm. Ryan Steele Mm -hmm. so it was like the company of Larrys Uh like they're all like it's a certain uh, model gorgeous Broadway men yeah Yeah. so I'm like I'll take it yeah (laughs) for me they made me really blonde yes which I loved because that was fun and new and you know it was it was super fun his track is not as it's still hard but yeah having to stand on that line is where the injuries happen i'm sure because it's like you sweat and then you're standing there in the cold and your muscles get tight or oh just and you have to hold those positions mm-hmm. um so if you're someone like val who's got her chest out and in a beveled position mm-hmm. like the whole time like no fun yeah wow. i never knew i, I never thought about that yeah. but how crazy. I wonder if I the Ryan Murphy then. show is going to be like each episode we'll do one or two of the dancers because he loves like a flashback mm-hmm. type scenario with mm-hmm. all, everything that he does. So we'll get like their life outside of it right. and like things like that. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I wonder who will be in it. Well, Leah Michelle is with, without a doubt going to be in it. I don't know if she'll be cast. You think? Yeah, well, she, I don't that's know. That's his girl. I, that is his girl. But I'm like the thing is this is what I will say. Um, and it's nothing against her. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, there's only, I think if, with a chorus line, and I really hope, I really hope that they stay true to having dancers yes. in yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're, uh, how it was back then and how it is now, there are actors out there that can dance their face off. Oh, yeah. And so... And I'm sure, you know, Hollywood, those stunt casts and whatever, but I think there's so many characters in that show that I really hope that they they don't just go for names and really sure. find the talent because the talent is all around, mm-hmm. you know, and stay true to like honoring dancers because yes. it is a show about dancers, yeah. you know, and what we go through. Maybe a little do like Julianne Huff or somebody like that yeah. who is like known for being a yeah, dancer. Totally. Yeah, well, I could totally like... see her or Derek Huff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they find, they do I dancer. think they yeah. will. I think, and that was the good thing at least with Fosse Verdon. Um, you know, they, they really employed a lot of Broadway people. Oh, yeah. They did. And, uh, and I think that's what they had to they had to do that and I know that there was a search you know obviously Michelle Williams like she was unreal as Gwen Verdon and she worked her butt off with her dancing too Mm -hmm. and I think they edited that in a way that really uh, highlighted her abilities Mm -hmm. Um, I know with the Anne Ranking role they there was a big search for that because they um, and the girl they went with Margaret um it was great, but she has a background in dance. Okay. And so I think with, with the chorus line thing, hopefully they'll just, you know, look in this community mm-hmm. or look in, look in the theater communities or the dance communities to find yeah. the cast. Yeah. Oh, I hope so too. Wasn't the girl who played, who, who played Margaret? Margaret. Wasn't she in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that movie? I just watched it the other oh day. Oh my God. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. Oh, it was so good. I did too. I thought, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was. Yes. I know. So good. He's amazing. That scene when he like really works himself up. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. So good. Yeah. And Brad Pitt was great. He looks so hot. Yeah, right? I, oh my oh God. yes. And his, um, 
his speech at the Golden Globes was fun, but um, I had no idea that movie was about the Manson murders mm-hmm. when I went in to see it. And then like Lena Dunham showed up and I was just like, oh, this is where we're going with this. Yeah. Still, I mean, it was fascinating. Yeah. The revisionist history aspect too, uh-huh. which kind of gave us a happy ending was nice and it was cool. It was, it was a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, Tyler, I have to ask about Kristen Chenoweth. All right. Oh my God. I, I, I'm obsessed with her. We, we talk about these Ring of Keys moments. I think discovering her in Wicked, you know, when I was a kid was one of those, like, just, she's amazing. We've seen, we saw her most recent Which Broadway, Broadway outing, mm-hmm. and she's so amazing. What's it like to work with her? She's the best. She, um, so Kristen, I first was introduced to Kristen about nine years ago, uh, Richard, Richard J. Alexander, mm-hmm. who is her director, um, he reached out to me, I was living in LA, and he was like, Kristen uh, is doing something on Dancing with the Stars, they need a choreographer, they're gonna be calling you. And at that point I was like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I don't do that. And yeah. he was like, well, here you go, jump into the deep end. So so I did, and um, I choreographed this number for her on the show, and that was my first time ever even meeting her. Obviously I knew who she was, and um, but our paths never crossed in the city. And uh, doing that number for her, it connected us, we hit it off. Um, she is, exactly what you would hope she would be. She's generous and kind and funny and self-deprecating and an incredibly hard worker. Um, She's a good Southern girl. But And then from that, uh, she invited me to come on tour with her as a performer, but also a choreographer tour, and this was... Oh, the Coming Home tour, right? Yeah, well, that was the second part. The first one was her Some Lessons Learned tour. Okay. The Coming Home, it was a a special on PBS. Yes, okay. Um, but so then I toured with her on and off for two years and uh, really got to know her then and we had a good time and we've just remained good friends since then and she's been um, a huge supporter of mine and I did a one man show and she was in my ears and helped, she helped mentor me through that and then Aww. this kind of came about and she has a, a summer program mm-hmm. in Oklahoma at she has her own performing arts center and so the Broken then, Arrow yeah thing, so yeah. I yeah iconic <laughs> yeah no it's unreal right. and uh, so then I am on faculty for that and and we just remained good friends thanks to Marco Polo that app and uh, <laughs> oh we love Marco Polo <laughs> Wait, it's Marco Polo fun. it's amazing. more people need to discover Marco Polo. they do because it saves so many relationships of oh, mine because uh, I'm the worst with communication mm-hmm. but that one I'm actually good with um, <laughs> like you're walking and like filming yeah, yeah it's just it's just easier um it also makes you more vain because you're just oh, yeah. watching yourself talk well, like, the whole time like, yeah and so it's yeah. like you know <laughs> I, I, but um you marco polo with kristen chenoweth i do that's so wild. not to like let me name drop or whatever <laughs> no, 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 but, no, no, no. but that's where it's just kind of you know it's it's made us closer and so uh the day after my birthday this year um i got a call from richard and he was like, hey, and I knew this show was happening. Um, he was like, we want you to be a part of this. Would you be interested? And I was like, sure, in what way? And, and he was like, well, Kristen, she wants you to choreograph, and she also just has this idea of you being in the show. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's, let's talk. And for me, I mean, so much of this business is like people being like, okay, you're going to do this, mm-hmm. and then it may happen, it may not. Sure. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, all right, well, let me, let's me let really nail down this idea, and if it happens, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. And then um, a couple days later, I got an offer, and, and it was so quick. Um, 
it was so quick, but it was so fun. And like, I am such a fan of hers and every, and I'm so glad that she's just continued to bring me on her journey. And that was just like a, it was, I think five weeks total from rehearsal to the end. And, oh, wow. and, um, I had the best time and we have a couple more projects coming up and it's just kind of been a really, um, I don't know. It's been a fun ride with her. I, I love her so much and she's a great friend and you know, a good person. Oh, that's I love music to, to my ears that she's yeah. just as amazing as we'd hope. Yeah. Um, also, your moment in that show was it kind of at the beginning of Act Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With like yeah. the girl who you think is an usher, Mimi Scardula. Oh, she yes. was incredible. Isn't she incredible? The crowd screamed. That was yeah. insane. I loved that. Yeah. So it, it, the the so Kristen had a dream. The how that came about was Kristen had this dream that she was like, I just I there's this number that I want you. to to be in and I had this dream that you were in my show and so I was like okay well for me I was like I would rather just they had me guest star in two different shows because mm-hmm. she would have a you know kind of a variety of people coming in and guest starring and but I was like as far as being in your show every night I would rather just choreograph so then I can just really watch the show yeah. and then she told me what the idea was and I was like okay, all right, I like that, and I, I want to make that happen. But I was like, for me, I was like, it's just going to be easier if I do it. And then I was like, my associate, Mimi Scardula, um, who is incredibly talented, and mark my words, will be the next Susan Stroman. She's wow. not only an incredible performer, but just creator and choreographer and director and, and just all-around awesome person. Uh-huh. I was like, well, she's my associate, and I want to... I have this idea of where this number will go, um, because I want there to be a twist, and <laughs> the, twist. the twist, the twist, and so then basically, and Kristen was totally on board. Also, it was Mimi's; it would be giving Mimi her Broadway debut, okay. which Kristen was like, "Yes, totally." So <laughs> then, uh, for those of you who don't know, the number uh, it's called "I Want to Be Around," and Kristen's singing about this lover of hers who's just, you know basically broken her heart and he keeps going from girl to girl mm-hmm. to girl and doing the same thing and um and so it was me hopping around from <laughs> to different people on the stage yeah. and whatever and then um and then Mimi comes up she's like an usher because I'm like that girl and she comes up and basically does this massive dance break that and ends in a big old like jump split uh-huh and then uh she ends up using me and then the number yes. kind of takes more of a turn where Kristen gets her revenge so it it her idea and it was her idea like <laughs> came to life and people responded really well and oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah and it was super fun I know? loved it it was a beautiful evening and I love that Kristen really gave you your moments to shine too it was that was great yeah it was so cool to see you do that as thanks. well yeah thanks um, we're kind of coming towards the end, yeah. but I don't want to because I had one other question for you about okay. Sweet Charity. Go for it. <gasps> yes. Is it true that there was a rumor that another celebrity might become might have replaced Christina Applegate oh, yeah. and the production would have continued running and everything? Yeah. Can you confirm yes. who I this can person might have been? Because I had left the show. Okay, so I did about 10 months with Sweet Charity. Um, and then I... Well, first, first, let me say the road to Broadway. I know we're trying to wrap it up. No, it's but okay. The road to Broadway. Okay. I love I did, it. There was like four of us that did the workshop, and then continued to the Broadway run. And so our first charity was Marissa Tomei. Oh. 
Wow. On, on the work, in the workshop, it was a different creative team. Okay. But the workshop, she was she was charity. Wow. For a day. Okay. Maybe two, and then Oscar winner. Yes. Oscar winner. And Marissa then Tomei. they replaced her with newly minted Tony winner Jan Krakowski. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh wow. Very interesting and choice. And so for the workshop, Jane ended up playing charity. Um. And then for the Broadway run, we all had to audition again, but they kept four of us, and then it was Christina. And Christina was Ugh. amazing. She's the best. But there was, you know, a lot of drama happening out of town. She got injured. Right. We closed. We reopened. And ended up being triumphant, and she killed it. Mm-hmm. I left the show to go do a production of Footloose in Chicago. And while I was gone, they had announced, I had heard, they didn't announce it, but okay. I had heard that... Uh, they were gonna have Britney Spears come in. <laughs> I'm shaking. And for me, like, she is my queen. Oh my god, I love and that. I, I and love this her. was like she. I think she had only had one of the babies at the time. Okay. Um. <laughs> and but she was like, so she was rumored to come in. She was going into the studio and working with Wayne. Whoa. Uh, facts. This is like what actually happened. Holy. I immediately called up Sage Management and Wayne and I was like who's leaving I'm coming back yes. to the show because for me I was like we're gonna be best friends oh yeah and I really believe she would have come back into the show I ended up coming back into the show yes but if she would have done the show I really feel like I could have saved her life yeah, I think so too <laughs> like oh my because God. I was like we would have been best friends mm-hmm. and then everything would have been different yeah everything um, but no she she was gonna do it and then I, I don't know why she didn't okay what year was it this was 2000 and end of 2005 going into 2006 okay. but it was like she had met with Wayne she had danced with Wayne it would have been Iconic. Oh my god! I mean, like because, because. Um, uh-huh. And I was so. I mean, I somebody left the show. I came back in, and I was like, "This is happening." And then it wasn't happening. <sighs> and then we closed. And yeah. And then that was that. And yeah, she's who she is. Yes. And, oh my but god. that. Uh, oh god! If that would happen, that would have been earth shattering. A gag. Yes. 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 My wig. Brittany yeah. is amazing. Are you a huge Brittany fan? See, I yes. Okay. Yes. That's yeah, where. Me too. Um, yeah, I am. And I, I just, in my mind, I still have like, I could have saved her. Well, because I was right before her. things kind of took a turn yeah. for her, if it was to the end of 2005, six. Yes. Um, yeah. you could have, she I needed you, but she you know, the stars weren't me, aligned. But you yeah. know what? It wasn't supposed to be. And it's funny now because like people, my generation, when Britney came onto the scene, I can't believe I'm going into this, but I Do can talk it. about no, this yeah. forever. I uh, love. When Britney came onto the scene before 2007 and everything happened, mm-hmm. like, she, her talent and everything, like, it just, she really, like, was an inspiration for a lot of people, for myself, mm-hmm. uh, for many people. And then everything happened. Uh, in 2007 and since then now this younger generation they don't know the original Britney mm-hmm. they just know what Britney is now yeah, right. like, oh you don't know why people are still like rooting for her mm-hmm. um, you know because life has taken her on a different definitely path but I stand her. I stand. Her Instagram is iconic. Isn't it? I hope hope that she comes back when she's ready. You know, if she ever chooses to come back as a performer, because I've never seen her live. No. Never. We missed her in Vegas, and that was one of the biggest regrets. I think she just, I think ultimately, like, I'm like, I think people should just let her go live her life. And, like, 
you know, move to Louisiana and yeah. just like have her life because with, like with her babies with her babies and, and Jamie Lynn and Jamie Lynn and her hot boyfriend. Yeah, he's super yes. cute. Yes, yeah. her twelve-year-old boyfriend. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it. Wait, before know. we right. truly finish up, though, you have had this long-standing, successful relationship with your partner Van. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. How did you guys meet? Well, we um, initially we both went to Carnegie Mellon. Okay, he was a class above mine, and. I was only there for a year, but we didn't really uh, run in the same circles. And then I left after a year. Um, and then a couple of years later, it was the opening night party of Legally Blonde on Broadway. Uh, his yes. best friend is actor Matt Risch. And okay. my best friend uh, is Nikki Snelson, who was Brooke Wyndham. And so Iconic. we were there. Yeah, Legally right. Blonde is one of my favorite musicals. Yeah? Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, anyway. It's amazing. So I was there with Nikki. He was there with Matt. Um, and we just kind of struck up a conversation. And then, um, and then we just, you know, have been together now 13 years ever since. Oh my God. That is such an inspiration. That's so, that's so incredible. Yeah, he's the best. I mean, the thing with Van is, and I could talk about him for forever. (laughs) Um, not only is he super hot and handsome, he's so (laughs) funny. Um, and we just balance each other really well because like, I don't know. I feel like I have being one of seven kids and that big ass family communication the lines of communication aren't always the greatest but something I learned from him very early on was we just constantly have to communicate Mm -hmm. and so I'm glad like I'm able to communicate with him better than anybody in the world and vice versa and I think that's been a part of our success as a couple Mm -hmm. you know um but I'm very, very, very lucky to have him in my life and to have found him. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because for years we never like talked about our relationship. To, I mean, our I friends. Was, yeah, I was going to ask. When well, I... because the thing is, we Van um, made his one of his first breaks was as Luke Snyder on As the World Turns, and he played this iconic gay character. And there was a period of time where there were like the first gay kiss on. I I don't know if I'm saying this right, but then like the producing company, or I don't know if it's Procter and Gamble or whatever, was like, "No, we can't air this." And there was all this controversy. Drama. And for us, like, I've always been kind of a private person when it comes to. My friends is one thing. Like, my friends and family, they know everything about me. And Van's the same way. But when it comes to, like, the public, you know, they're just things that are ours. And at that point, Perez Hilton was a thing. Um, and Gross. he had outed us. Oh, my God. Are you and, serious? Yeah. And this was, like, 2007. And I remember getting a call from my sister, and she was like, and this was, like, at the height of him, too. Because he was a fan of Van's. A friend of mine, we're not friends anymore, was best friends with him. And basically what she later told me in her own words was I was just trying to help you out with your career. Oh, my God. Um, And I just remember because it was such an invasive thing. Oh, yeah. um, Because it's not the thing is for me, like I'm like, that's not your info to share. Right. And like I'm a performer and I give people two and a half hours of of what they're coming to see, Mm -hmm. but my life is my life. And I've always, you know, believed that. And Van is the same way. And that was just something I'm like, we don't get to share our story because you took it upon yourself to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's not your place to do that. And there are people, and I've gotten backlash from people being like, but you're in the public 
I and so like you too bad like and I'm like no I don't no. agree with that I'm I don't right. agree with that so then um that happened and we had to deal with you know kind of like figure that out and um and we did and it was fine and, but yeah. we've always kept our relationship to us and then when cats came around um I got an opportunity playbill.com was like we want to do an interview with you two and that this. for me I got to, yeah. an opportunity to kind of take the power back with Aww. it and be able to talk about our relationship and and put it out there in my own way and and our way and that kind of was redeeming yeah because I was able to use my voice and not have anybody else speak for me um and now you know like We've been together for so long. I'm so proud of him, and mm -hmm. I'm so proud of our relationship um, that I'm not as precious with it anymore. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm not on social media like sharing every little detail, <laughs> but that's just me. I'm yeah. not. I'm not really nailing the social media game, but you know, like we've worked hard on our relationship, and relationships are, as you know, yeah. Like, and I don't know if you're in one or not, but it's like the thing is whether it's new or it's long or it's here or it's long distance you have to put in the work absolutely you know and so i'm proud of 13 years and i'm proud that van is in my life and yeah. you know i'm very very lucky to have him oh uh, tyler you are amazing and oh, i on. seeing you guys and i remember that video where you talked about your relationship it is such an inspiration and thanks you you really are a strong voice for like the lgbt community and broadway and in entertainment in general so thanks wow, thank I've you for being that. there your <laughs> representation truly does matter yeah well, yeah. I just think, like, I know I'm talking too much, and I'm no, really no. sorry, oh but, like, I, I, I just kind of, I mean, I'm I'm not a political person at all. Um, I keep those things to myself, but, like, when it comes to my life and my family and my friends and my partner, I am fiercely loyal, mm -hmm. and, like, I don't, I protect that, and, mm -hmm. like, I will use my voice to stand up for myself and my life or my friends. Um, and that that's something with van like i just remember that moment i just i was so it was just such an invasive moment and to be able to like come back to it in our own way and also now it's just like i keep saying it's not as precious anymore and it it doesn't need to be sure. for us for us sure. i can only speak for me yes. i had to get on my journey and get to that point mm -hmm. everybody's different you know and i think that nowadays especially with social media and how things are progressing people there's this pressure to you have to be this you have to say this mm -hmm. if you're going to have social media then you have to use your voice and i think to each his own mm -hmm. i think everybody is different and everybody's comfort comfort levels are very different and i think you have to be true to you and where you're at in that moment because it's going to be out there forever yeah 100 you know you reclaimed your your time your story thankfully yeah i love that you know um, okay, so since we're wrapping up, we like okay. to end on a dramatic note. I love that. With a little dose of drama. Do it. Um, this could be maybe like a Golden Globe loss that you're still mourning, maybe a show you're binging, or some new music you like, or maybe, I don't know, the ghost of a former lover haunting you and seeming to appear on every street corner possible. Anyway. Oh, wow. Um, you know, or it could just be like the daily traumas of living in New York. Um, 
I'm happy to, I'm happy to go first with yeah. my disco. Go for moment. it. Mine go. is just that I had the best week with my boyfriend Hunter, who I mention all the time on this podcast. Um, and I don't know when I'm going to see him again. We do long distance, and it might be more than a month and a half, two months, maybe. Where is he? He's in Ohio in college. Okay. He's an actor. Gotcha. And um, it will hit our four-year anniversary mark, Good maybe within that time period. Oh, sad. And so they won't be together. I mean, we won't be together right. for it. Like I'm sad, but um, Hunter, I love you, and I am thankful for the week we spent together. Uh. And and my drama is just that I'm sad. I'm going to miss him. Oh, yeah. Sad. My dr- I was going to say something else, but I'm suddenly, my dose of drama is that I can't believe Perez Hilton was a thing. And it, like the salacious, just low, quote unquote, journalism that yeah. Perez did. He also famously spoiled, spoiled season three winner of RuPaul's Drag That's Race. Right. On really? his blog. I didn't know that. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he used to film it just with like one winner and he spoiled it for everyone. Oh. And now they film multiple endings to try and trick the audiences. Yeah. But oh, look yeah. at all these things that he's ruined. Yeah, I don't, know. the thing with him, and it's interesting because I've crossed paths, paths with him a couple times and I've never, like I had such a, I had such negative feelings about him mm-hmm. for a long time. And then I got over it and now I'm kind of indifferent with him. Um, but the times, cause I ran into him and I was like, I just want to say something. But then I was yeah. like, mm, you know what? Like, yeah. it's not worth it. And I don't know. I wish him well. I don't know what's happening in his life. I hope he's happy. I yeah. think he, I'm like one tiny speck of like the chaos that he caused with a lot of people because I know his agenda for so long was so negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there was a big backlash with that. Yeah. And you know, I hope that in that backlash, he had a come to Jesus moment mm-hmm. because it's just, you know, like I don't having to tear people down in order to lift yourself up. I don't think is, um, uh, I don't subscribe to that. Yeah. yeah. Same. You know? Same. Mm-hmm. So I wish him well. And yes, sure. I know. It's like Taylor Swift says in her song, I forgot that you existed. She, this is from ah, her new album lover. She yeah, says yeah, it yeah. isn't love. It isn't hate. It's just indifference. Yeah. Love that. Love that's, that. that's you about Perez. Come on. <laughs> no, Tyler, do you have any sort of dose of drama? I've, I'm trying to think about a dose of drama right now. And like, you know, I can't. I, I Stuff that I binged. I actually, in the past day, have binged all of The Politician. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The Ryan Murphy show. Yep. Um, which did not feature Leah Michelle. I know we Which did not. Yeah. But Shockingly. I will say, like, I really enjoyed it. I've, I've always been a Ryan Murphy fan. Yeah. And I... Um, really want to be in his troop of actors. Like, I really want to be you, on a you are, story. You are his, like, type of guy. Well, because he has the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, Matt Bomer, has the same, like, like yeah. brunette, blue-eyed, mm-hmm. you know, Caucasian guy. Yes. So I'm like, I fit that mold, dude. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I, I, uh, and I did this, I did a small thing on Pose on season one and he was directing and oh I was my like, God. I just need him to come and see Cats. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I will like give him a show mm-hmm. and then, whatever. Yeah. But um, alas, that didn't happen but at some point I know it will. He has so many things cooking so now. So many things. Um, but I really liked it. I didn't yeah. know my sister was in town and, and um, I'm a big, like my partner and I will just, we don't watch a lot of TV but we'll binge stuff when we have the time and yeah. so we just binged all of like the new season of Holiday Baking Championship because oh, it was I heard Kristen. It's great. I heard that's great. Uh, Kristen. Kristen. <laughs> Christmas. Mm-hmm. Kristen's still on the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Always um, for me. <laughs> but then I binged that and uh, it was good. It was really it was good. good. Ben Platt was great them. and yeah. like, um, yeah. you know, I, I they give you Judith Light and Bette Midler in the very last episode no. which I was like, I could have had them a little earlier I because I love them. Oh, yes. oh yeah. National but Treasures. Judith Light to me. Ugh. 
She actually was in my dream last night, unrelated, but yes, Karen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Weird. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. I liked it. I liked it. His, his stuff, his stuff I tend to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing of his that I really liked was Nip Tuck. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Many, many years ago. And so I'm a fan and I liked it. We're so. going to will into existence a, a bigger role Come for on, you yeah. in the Murphy verse. Let's do it. Yeah. What All did right. you do on Pose? Oh, I was like, I, I was. Uh, Heckler. I, there was this oh. scene with uh, two of the leading actresses, and they were at. We shot it at Julius's downtown, and I looked like Patrick Swayze. Um, <laughs> they gave me like a pomp, and like, and it was freezing cold that night. And I, what I was wearing was cool, but I basically had to just like walk through the bar and just shout out some negativity at the two lead actresses. I remember this scene. Yeah, it was like a blink and, and you'll miss it mm-hmm. moment. It was. I a, remember this scene. It yeah. was like a, I think it was in the first or second episode. I don't really remember, but mm-hmm. I auditioned. I went in and I auditioned for like three different things. Okay. On, on the same day. And then a while later, my agent was like, so you got this one of those things. And I was like, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't remember. Great. I'll do it. Yeah. And it was like, it was, you know, like, please. It was, it was a lot of fun and it was freezing cold and I got to look like, you know. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. So I'll take it. I love it. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, I only expect to see more of you in the future, whether you're choreographing on Broadway and Ryan Murphy's world and everything. And our followers can find you at the Tyler Haynes on Twitter and Instagram. You got it. Yes. Follow him. You can also follow, you know, if you want, you can follow (laughs) me at Connor McDowell. You can follow me at Dylan McDowell. Oh, and Tyler, you're amazing. Thank you guys for yes. having me. Yes. This was super fun. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for bravely it. agreeing to do this. Oh, please. My pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. Anytime. All right. And Connor, I will see you next time. Drama. Drama.